0: Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, and you'll be joining me with my co-hosts and guests as we dive into how doing your inner work, or the beautiful work, is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. We hope you discover your passions, your purpose, and your fulfillment, because when you change, The world changes, and when you do your inner work, or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Hi listeners, we're back for another episode of Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life with Laurel and Laurel. Welcome back today. How are you today, Laurel?
1: I am doing really well today. It's beautiful here. And um, I'm looking forward to diving in with you.
0: I am too. And our topic today is all about self awareness as a path to self care. Mm -hmm. And we've done a couple episodes now on self care. And this one I think is really lovely because I think one of the ways that we get really good at self-care is to deepen our self-awareness mm-hmm. or heighten our self-awareness, I guess, both. <laughs> heighten and deepen.
1: <laughs> it's working for me, I can tell you. My self-care routine has changed so much oh. since I have really focused on increasing my self-awareness.
0: Oh, So share a little bit about Laura. Let's just dig right in right there because I feel like For many women, you know, sometimes our examples, like hearing from other women, really stimulate our ability to get creative in our own way or come up with ideas that we might not have thought of on our own or afraid to try or whatever. So, yeah, let's let's talk our own story a little bit and then um, open it up, you know, for some questions and guidance and things like that. Yeah. So tell me more about that.
1: Yeah. So I think it started with really, you know, my focus on how do I want to feel, right? Yes. What do I want to feel? Um, and it's really interesting because I am, I'll say I'm a self-proclaimed night owl, mm. but now I've been realizing that I feel so much better. If I go to bed before 10 o'clock in the evening.
0: Wow. That's a big shift for a night owl.
1: I know. And for years, It was, you know, if I stayed up after 10, it was midnight before I'd go to bed. And when I started really looking at, oh, I feel so much better in the morning when I actually go to bed earlier. And what was it about those evening hours that kept sucking me in? What I realized it was for decades, it was the only time I had alone in solitude. You know, after my husband was in bed, after my children were in bed, It was my time and so maybe it is the phase that i'm in in life right now where i'm gifted with i can have solitude well before 10 o'clock in the evening (laughs) yeah um but but knowing that i feel good in the morning when i get up really you know it really encourages me to know that sleep is part of my self-care yeah where you know when i was younger i i i remember if my mother was still alive she probably remembers these words. One day I said to her, I will sleep when I'm dead. Oh my! And that was really a stage in my life where I was not taking care of myself. Mm,
0: Yeah. And sleep is so critical. We really have lost our way around that in our culture because we're so driven, you know, by goals and by being productive and getting ahead and all that kind of stuff. And so sleep begins to be marginalized in a lot of ways. And we forget that it's Like one of the base, to me, it's a basic pillar of self-care. Without the right amount of sleep, you start to lose your ability to be efficient, be productive, be creative, like all the things, right?
1: Yeah. And then, you know, your physical feeling, how you feel, Mm -hmm. um, you take care of, you know, maybe if you're you're sluggish in the afternoon, you take care of that with another cup of coffee or something other than really self-care. Yeah. And so we get used to operating our bodies in a less than ideal feeling state. And then we, you know, our solution to not feeling good is trying some other thing to to put into us coffee or, you know, aspirin or whatever else we go yeah. to. Right. Rather than maybe if I take if I take time to sleep and rest, I will feel better. Am I, am what I- about you? That?
0: Well, you know, I want to, I really want to stay for a minute. I'll come into that, but I want to come back and really anchor into for our listeners, you know, the idea of um, how do you want to feel, you know, like as you started to explore that idea of how did you want to feel as your pathway to um, better self-care, because that idea of how do I want to feel allows you to come back to have the awareness in a moment to moment way about how do I actually feel? now. Right. And taking inventory because how we feel, what we're experiencing in our physical body, emotionally, you know, anxiety wise, like all these are factors to this, the self-awareness to make hopefully different choices. New routines, develop new habits, whatever it is, and when we disconnect from that awareness, right? When we disconnect from those feelings, or we do our best to numb them, or or talk ourselves out of them, we lose our ability to make really good choices around self care. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: this is how it all fits together, you know. And I think the sleep one is a great example of that. Just noticing, if anybody can give themselves the gift of, you know, being able to sleep at your, at your own, on your own schedule to f- discover what is your true schedule? What does your body naturally want to experience in your hours of sleep? Is it, you know, yeah. nine to five? Is it uh, 10 to eight? Is it whatever it is, right? And how many hours and what hours are best for your natural body rhythm? And we're all different that way.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, you know, as I've started to think about how I want to feel. It has changed some of my behaviors, um, my habits, you know, from what I eat to, you know, my sleep routine now, um, and even movement, right? So some of those things really were driven for me on how I want to feel, Yeah. you know, I want to, so, um, that is interesting. And I think that when we don't feel our best or when we don't feel the way we want to feel, um, I always appreciate that contrast, right? Because it is giving me a clue as to something else going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I carry a lot of, um, I'm going to say my tension ends up in my neck and shoulders. And just the other day, I had such a tight neck and and my shoulder hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really started to think, okay, what am I doing how am I holding my body? What am I doing? Um, And what am I, uh, I'm going to say, holding in that area of my body, right? And so this is interesting, because I've learned a lot about where I hold my tension is really where I'm blocking my own energy and holding something. Um, And that is always, always just such a revelation for me I think it's like oh I knew I was not you know I knew I was biting my tongue I knew I wasn't speaking my truth I knew whatever it was um and it's amazing to me that once I start thinking about what it is how I'm holding my body what I'm holding in my body the the pain today is gone completely
0: wow completely isn't that wonderful yeah and also uh, so empowering to to come to the point, too, where when you realize if you can start to do that self-diagnosis, so to speak, right, and own it that way, and then take it upon yourself to reverse whatever the action is or repair, you know, put into place new habit, new way of being, sitting, doing, whatever, right, to heal thyself. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's really interesting because, you know, initially I, I could blame it on my workspace or how, how I had spent a you know Saturday working too many hours at my laptop, or I could have, I did, I always do focus on the external influences, right? Okay, what is it around me that's causing this pain in me? Um, and then when I think about what is in me that might be causing this pain as a reminder of maybe something I shouldn't be doing. Um, There it is, you know, and maybe it's a combination of knowing both, both of the influencers or contributors to that, Uh that really help, you know, it disperse. But yeah, I love being, you know, I love being able to tap into my, my self-awareness to say, what, what am I doing to contribute to this feeling or a physical sensation?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I think that, you know, as we start this self exploration and this pathway of developing more self-awareness as a pathway to self-care, it really is, it can be almost a frightening prospect Mm -hmm. because there is this element of, well, if I know it, then I'm going to have to do something about it right and if i don't do something about it then i've got no one to blame right yeah. and that whole storyline is oftentimes if we aren't if we aren't looking at that really consciously we can unconsciously do that you know i don't want to look at it because if i do then i have to own it and then i can't blame it on someone else or the system or the job or whatever and now i'm stuck with dealing with it. And so this is often why we don't allow ourselves to develop a deeper, more heightened self awareness, because then we do feel like we have to do something about it. And the reality is, if we're willing to look at it, and we're willing to go down that path, sometimes it's not as complicated or as hard to figure out as we imagine it to be. Yeah, you know.
1: yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And you know, I think that the self awareness, you know, as a path to self care, you know it really can change kind of our, some of our behaviors and habits and patterns and um and it we learn from our from it um but what, you know when i think about it my at least in my experience you know increased self awareness has impacted every area of my life right my relationships my relationship with myself you know um my goals my aspirations all of those things You know, even my worldly possessions are changed now because of increased self-awareness. So I think that if it's, you know, I wish I had learned to tap into it decades ago Mm -hmm. um, because I think it is so, I feel like there are days that I might have a heavy attitude or a heavy, you know, physical feeling, but those times I bounce back much quicker from, right? Um, because I have greater self-awareness. And then the other piece I'll add to that is, you know, as I've learned to increase my self-awareness, I have learned to lighten up and find humor in myself as well. So, you know, back to your point about once that we're aware of our own, you know, something within us, then we, we own it. We have to, the responsibility is ours. But often if I couple that with finding humor in myself, it's easier to take that responsibility, knowing I am a mere mortal. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, yeah,
0: Yeah. I you know, I think when I when I think about my pathway around growing self-awareness and self-care and even just my whole personal development, you know, healing journey, it's interesting. I do think it was stimulated whether whether I was really aware of it all the way along or not by wanting to feel differently than I had been feeling or had experienced in, you know, in my past. And so, you know, I think back to growing up in my family of origin, you know, I always wanted harmony in the home. I always wanted to feel a sense of inner peace, a feel feel a sense of um, my ability to impact the situation. Um, I wanted to feel like I could use my voice well. And so because I didn't feel those things in that space, those were probably my early motivators on my path as I started, you know, doing some healing work and personal development and all of that. And so, you know, meditation was great. It was a great um, tool for me very early on because I did want to feel a sense of peace and harmony. And at some point, I realized I couldn't make it happen outside of me, but I could make it happen internally. And then once I started developing it internally it actually naturally started happening outside me because I was making different choices. Even if Mm -hmm. they were small ones, they were different ones. And so that's very empowering. When we realize that this actually does happen, you know, our outer, our inner life actually creates our outer life Mm -hmm. in many, many ways. I want to say in totality, but a lot of people won't want to feel that extreme but that's what I believe at this point having lived my 64 years (laughs) and so I feel like you know that that pathway of focusing on how you want to feel internally and starting to take and make those small changes begins to not only change how you feel but change your life for the better
1: Absolutely. I agree. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So listeners, you know, as you start to begin your own journey or continue your journey into self awareness and self care, you know, we want to begin to look at what are your primary Feelings that you want to feel that you're, you know, really think about, you know, your life right now and begin to take inventory. How are you feeling on a daily basis and what is it you want to feel more of and just start to identify those because those can be your, your, you know, your doorways, your pathways. You know, as we've talked about before, in many ways, those portals of once you know that then what will make you feel that way right and the small ways and the big ways and we can take baby steps and the baby steps can become bigger steps over time
1: snowball over time you know it's so interesting i do start a lot of my client work or work with my clients no matter what they come to me with um one of our first sessions is always what brings you joy
0: i love that you do that laurel
1: yeah and you know it is so incredible because Most of my clients come to me with, you know, career challenges. um, And they often question what, what on earth does, what I, what brings me joy have to do with my career. Um, But, you know, my task or my assignment to them is always let's find out, let's remember what that is and, and bring that feeling to you. Do that, whatever it is that brings you joy for five minutes a day. And And I do that specifically to get them to feel and remember what joy feels like, what joyful living feels like, because I think in the world we live in, we're so focused on doing rather than feeling or having or acquiring or achieving. We forget what life is like, you know, as the five-year-old who really only focused on how they were feeling. Um, And it really opens up pathways to just, you know, a better life, a better, a better job uh, experience, whatever, a better marriage and communication or whatever it is, because once that you can live more joyfully, you're a different person, I believe.
0: I I agree with you. It's interesting. I, you know, every year I gift myself with at least one coaching session with somebody who does some energy, some blended energy work, um, and thinking about, you know, my overall at this stage of my life, you know, overall, what is it that I want to tune into? What is it I want to develop more of and, and how can I have a session that will tap into that and bring me some ideas around that. And so my, my gift to myself this year was with a lovely woman, Nana Kasha, and she, um, does some beautiful beautiful. I, I would say she's definitely um, does some beautiful shamanic work, we did a long distance session and you know she said, your, your natural state and vibrational state is joy and so the more that you can embody that, the more that you can really serve at your highest level, right? And so I've thought about that a lot on and off this year because number one, for years I've been wanting to bring more and more joy into my life, which I have but I've thought about how in my early life, you know, my template and what was set in me very young was a seriousness, a sense of responsibility, a sense of trying to do the right thing all the time to make other people happy. And I really lost my way very early on, on what brought me joy and lost that vibration, lost my ability to, to bring myself into that vibrational state. And so it's been a, it's been lovely this year to almost, you know, get a permission slip from somebody. Mm-hmm. to say, Okay, go go for more joy, right. And to see for myself, like, just how much better I feel physically, emotionally, all, all over, just by paying more attention to bringing that feeling and that state present in me as more as frequently as I can. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So how has that changed your self care?
0: I think that it's been, it hasn't been a purposeful, um, you know, it's interesting because I want to say, oh, I got right to, you know, adding things into my calendar that I would do that would make me feel joyful that day. But it really wasn't like, you know, I didn't do it that way. It's been much more of a, it's almost like I've given, I took that permission slip that she gave me and I have been integrating it into my own way of thinking and being each day and to, to feel into what I already have that I appreciate and, and feel so grateful for in my, in, in my own life that are, already brings me joy. That's right here in front of me. And I think we lose sight of that. We don't, we don't give ourselves the time and the space and the atten- We don't give it the attention. To just remember, we probably already have things in our life that we really do feel good about, but we aren't even necessarily fully allowing them to fill us up with that feeling. And so just have this mm-hmm. space and, and give myself the, the permission, right? Because I live in a I live in a household with a man who's pretty serious. So that's my, you know, my reference point during the day. If I'm there's going to be a lot of joyful, uplifting, ha 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 kind of like experience, it's coming from me.
1: <laughs> Another thing we have in common, Laurel. <laughs> yeah.
0: And my husband has a great sense of humor. And sometimes he can make me laugh so hard, I'm, I'm going to wet my pants, you know, like that's how funny he can be. But in general, you know, how he approaches things is very seriously. And so I and I don't want to do that. I, I yeah. you know, that's one thing I've realized is I want to approach things with a lightheartedness and a sense of cheerfulness and openness and expansiveness, and those things don't come with serious mind-based focus. You know, mm. yeah, yeah, so good, so good, so good. It's been a, it's been a good year, you know, mm. and and I feel this is the other thing I want to say to our listeners is. As you begin this process and you take yourself on this journey, you, you will find your own rhythm and expansion around it. And so just the beginning of it and the committing to yourself around your self-awareness and self-care begins to expand your ability to actually have it in your life, right? And enjoy the benefits of it. Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, we always come back. I know for me, I always come back to, can you commit to yourself to take yourself into this experience and on this journey, mm-hmm. right? Forget forget committing to everybody else and all the other things that you do and all the other commitments you have, but this is first and foremost committing to self around this. So
1: good, so good. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it does it does change the way that you think about yourself you know, little by little, it, mm-hmm. you know, and so if I think for our listeners, it's not one big leap and all of a sudden you are much more self-aware and you're taking care of yourself, you know, and practicing self-care differently. It is incremental, little tiny, little tiny things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So let's give some more suggestions, Laurel, for our okay. listeners around their journey. Um, And this week, you know, as part of our Beautiful work, beautiful life, you know, what kind of suggestions can we make? So we did the, what do you want to feel more of, right? Right from the get go. Mm -hmm. And we really want to, we can't underestimate how, how wonderful that can be. And then I know you shared working with your clients, you know, just going right into right at the beginning, what brings you joy? So I, I would say for everyone to, you know, have some clarity around that is, is a beautiful thing. Can't underestimate how that can impact you.
1: Yeah. yeah. What else? Um, and you know, I guess if, you know, sometimes my clients have a hard time remembering bring some joy, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. as you were saying, in your family yeah. of origin, you know, from a very early age, we are we are conditioned to be who others need us to be, yeah. um, and we lose our sense of of joy yeah. because we carry responsibility that others place on us, and so you know, I think about what is it? I challenge my clients. What was it when you were a young child that you loved to do? Remember those feelings. Remember the feelings of riding down a hill on your bicycle the first time that you take your hands off the, the uh, handlebars. You know, remember what it feels like, you know, to do things that just you enjoyed at that time. Yeah. Um, And those, you know, maybe it's that combination, it's not just the activities, but tapping into the feeling when you were young yeah. and remembering what joy feels like yeah. and then figuring out what you can do or what you have in your adult life that brings you that joy i mean i started doing that during the pandemic when and it was not intentional but when i started spending more and more time in nature you know going on nature trails walks in the woods you know and the smell of of the earth and the woods all of a sudden, it brought me back to a, I probably five or six years old, where I used to play in the woods a lot near my house, we lived on a dead end. Yeah. And I hadn't really, you know, felt that way for years. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it. You know, what yeah. brought you joy? How did you feel in those moments? Yeah. Mm, yeah. when you were very young?
0: I love that. And another thing we have in common, because I used to go out and play in the woods at my house too, (laughs) and I want to reiterate this um, exercise, which I know we've talked about before in previous episodes, but I feel like it's a beautiful um, self-awareness exercise. And it's, it's really, you know, in the Live Your Inner Power journal, the first section is all listen to the wake up call, and it's really learning how to get good at tuning into yourself once again, right? Being self-referencing, going internal, noticing what's trying to get your attention internally. And I love going through the exercise of what am I experiencing physically and get really into your body. You know, where are the aches and pains? Where are the feelings that feel good? Where are the places that feel tight? What's feeling tired? And then into the emotional, what's your emotional state? What are the feelings that you're feeling? when you notice that you're feeling a certain feeling how does it actually make you feel you know in your body mm-hmm. where are you to actually feel it in your body and then going into the mental what's your mental state right now what's the what is running through your mind what are the thoughts that might be more repeating in your mind these days what's the story that's disrupting your ability to focus you know like really getting mentally taking inventory and getting getting really in touch with yourself in a in that way. And then for me I always do the spiritual energetic almost together, you know, like overall, spiritually, energetically, how are you feeling? You know, do you feel a sense of lightness? Do you feel heavy and burdened? Do you feel a sense of overall um contraction in your being, expansion? You know, just kind of an overall mm-hmm. Where are you right now in your oh in your in your sense of beingness as a person right and learning how to think and experience in that language too right because we've really been conditioned to not pay attention to that stuff and not tune into that and I think it, particularly for women it's one of our it's one of our power places right is this energetic realm, the spiritual realm, where we're tuning into our intuition and our overall beingness. And we've lost that because it hasn't been encouraged. So to learn how to get back to that language can be a super powerful self-awareness exercise. Yeah. 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 Very empowering.
1: One of the exercises I do often is um, it's kind of a three phase, you know, tapping into hands on my belly you know, and closing my eyes and asking, you know, what, what do you have? What do you have to tell me? Right? And then heart, what do you have to tell me? And then head, what do you have to tell me? Um, And just asking those questions, just to really tap into your body's wisdom. And I do know my head always answers loud and fast you know, and I, and, but the other, my intuition and my heart, oftentimes, you know, if I am feeling a certain way, whether it's a physical feeling or an emotional feeling, it, it is one of those three systems trying to tell me something. Yeah. Um, and just by asking those questions and opening up the space to receive the answer, the wisdom, you know, that self-awareness yeah. from my own body Um, It doesn't come right away sometimes, but it comes.
0: And it will mm-hmm. come more and more. You know, I always think that which we give our attention to grows. So our connection to connecting purposely with those energy centers, just like you described, is a beautiful way to begin to grow your ability to tune in and to your self awareness mm-hmm. and your own self wisdom. This is where our wisdom resides internally in our body. That's where the connection mm-hmm. comes from. So our wisdom is just waiting for us to tap into it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so true
0: so true so listeners thank you for being with us today for this episode of beautiful work beautiful life and we're going to wrap it up for now but we'll be back again next week we'll see you then thanks laurel bye laurel bye for now thank you for joining us here at beautiful work beautiful life the podcast we welcome questions from you our listeners feel free to send one along if you enjoyed the podcast The best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. Thanks for being with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.